We apologize for interrupting your regularly scheduled program due to a special report. In this special report, we would like to announce the presence of alcoholic Mountain Dew into the state of Minnesota. Ladies and gentlemen, this will be very monumentous. The Mountain Dew drinkers of Minnesota are going to be the happiest sons of bitches on earth. And not only that, but uh, Johnny Redneck, who does not drink water, he uses Mountain Dew to hydrate and quench his thirst and rot his teeth and uh, give him that boost of energy that he needs for about 20 minutes or so like caffeine does. Johnny Redneck will be the happiest man on earth. He has uh, Mountain Dew that you can get now with alcohol in it, and it is ready to go. He can get his giant panty dropper pickup, take it down there to the liquor store, you know, and uh, grab his uh, tin of Copenhagen and a 12-pack of alcoholic Mountain Dew. Hard Mountain Dew, I believe, is what it's called. I mean, shit just got real, ladies and gentlemen. Can you imagine a backroads country adventure where you take your girlfriend out on this back road somewhere and find a field road, and you got your Copenhagen and your Mountain Dew, and you are your main goal is to drink as much of that Mountain Dew and your girlfriend and try to get her pregnant. Whatever. Anyway, that's what we got, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast. I'm so freaking excited about alcoholic Mountain Dew. No, not really. Not really excited. Um, I don't drink pop, and yes, in the state of Minnesota, we call it pop. Okay, you know why you call it pop? Because when you open the bottle, what does it do? It pops. When you open a can, what does it do? It pops. It's pop. That's what it is. It's not soda. It's not Coke. It's not cola. It's pop. <laughs> and uh, I, I will let that be up for debate at any time if you wish to contact me. That is Ziggy underscore... 519 at yahoo.com I welcome your retort for an email I'd love to hear it I would even like to read that on air if uh, given the chance so yes you are welcome and I appreciate you Uh, and Johnny Redneck is going to be the happiest sons of bitch on the face of the planet now that we have alcohol in our Mountain Dew so Oh, man. It's been a good week, I'll tell you what. You know, it was supposed to rain cats and dogs yesterday, and instead it rained sprinkles and tinkles, and we didn't get much, which is kind of nice because the ground is rather saturated. And, uh, you know, we're pretty excited. I mean, the podcast this week is not about our bale feeder, but we got a bale feeder here last weekend, and uh, it has basically been a zero-waste bale feeder we had bale feeders before 
but uh, some of the, ca the, the cattle and uh, some of the calves or whatever, they could actually crawl in it and it was kind of a dangerous situation. So, you know, it's, it's nice to be in a place where you're not wasting hay. You'll save thousands of dollars a year in hay instead of having the cattle lay on it. And it's just plain a nice thing to have. So we're excited about that. That's one of the really awesome things going on in the homestead right now. But today I wanted to talk to you folks about not just the alcoholic Mountain Dew in that special report, but how are you storing your feed for your chickens? You know, some of you guys are using crumble. Some of you folks are using, uh, what the hell is it, pellets? I, I, I'm a pellet guy myself. I just, seems to me, I don't like waste. And then if they get it all over the ground, I'm like, okay, fuck you guys. I'm not filling the feeder. You know, I mean, we're really good to our chickens, so the feeder's always full. And uh, if they decide to waste a bunch, it doesn't get wasted because I force them to eat it. So, um, yeah, storage. Okay, storage. So we have a dairy barn, obviously. I mean, a barn with dairy cattle in it. And I do apologize for the background noise. I'm driving a uh, beer van that is uh, kind of loud, bumpy, and uh, I'm on the real bumpy roads in Minnesota. We get bumpy roads around here, so I apologize for that. Um, anyway, our feed in our chicken pen is stored in a garbage can, okay? The garbage can is enclosed, okay? So this enclosed garbage can is responsible for holding all the feed that we get. It holds up to three bags if it is dead ass empty. And a dead ass empty um, feed garbage can, um, we can get it down there, especially if we fill, fill it up, you know, our feeders for a day or two into this, um, you know, you can we can give them a few days worth of feed in their feeders if we really want to. Um, we do feed them outside and we do take the chicken feed in and out of the rain if it's gonna rain. But there's sometimes, hey, if it rains in the middle of the night, you didn't know it was gonna rain in the middle of the night and the goddamn feeder's outside and it only ruins a little bit of feed because of the way I have designed the feeders. I actually use five gallon pails with uh, about inch and a quarter uh, holes drilled around the bottom of it, you know, about every inch or so. And then sometimes if it doesn't spill out enough feed, uh, I drill another set of holes kind of staggered above those. And it works great. Um, that's what, we've been using that for a feeder for years. Gosh. How long? Probably, geez, since for eight years, I suppose. They work great. We, we love that feeder. So that's our feeder, and then we store it, the feed, uh, three bags in a big garbage can uh, out in the chicken yard next to the feeder. Imagine that, not having to carry your chicken feed very far. Um, so in, a, in, the, in the garbage can, the lid, we get these things called winds in Minnesota, and winds take the lids off of plastic garbage can and take them across what we call the county, okay? So anyway, the wind that goes across the county takes the lid with it, and you never find that son of a bitch again 
So then it's like, okay, well, I guess I need to find something else. So a sheet of plywood with a rack on it, or we actually use an aluminum saucer sled because aluminum does not slide very well on snow. And my daughter had an aluminum antique saucer sled that she found. So uh, what we do is we use that, we throw the rack on top, and yes, my daughter does have a good sled. Still, we did not take her sled away for the chickens. Just an FYI. So anyway, we're using that, and, we, and, and we, this is how we do it. There's some people that have an awful lot of chickens and a very big pocketbook, and what they do is they can actually get their crumble. Or by the way, the feeders that we make also work for crumble, just in case you're wondering. So we have used them for chick starter as well, you know, in their first few weeks of life as soon as they can reach over the, uh, the little oil pan that we feed them in. But uh, some people have a really big pocketbook, okay? And they get a bulk bin. Now a bulk bin is, is one of those bins, it's like, it looks like a big bin that's off the ground and has a cone that's point, pointed toward the ground. You know, it can hold one ton to 15 ton. You know what I mean? They usually buy it by the ton, not the bushel, normally. And um, so these bulk bins, they get those and sometimes they have an auger shooting out of the bottom. And what they do is they just auger it into the barn. They'll create like a little waterproof area and they can just, you can actually bring the feed into your barn with an auger, which is wonderful. And it's a very smart idea. But um, some people also just have them where, the, where it has a slide gate on it. You can get these bins in steel or plastic and a slide gate is something that you just put either a wheelbarrow or a five gallon pail underneath it and you can fill it that way you know and hey you know if you only got to get chicken feed about every four months or so and you have a shit ton of chickens this is really really the way to go i'm basically telling you guys how to store feed in a backyard chicken manner not commercial not commercially not commercially okay not for turkeys commercially not chickens commercially now this is a commercially used way that the backyard person can sometimes find a bulk bin like we did but we use we're going to be using ours for for cracked corn for cattle not for chicken feed because i don't mind lifting 50 pound bags and throwing them in the freaking garbage can so that's how we store it some people just they don't have very many chickens they fill the feeder once a week, they get this giant chicken feeder, and they just have the shit in their house or in their garage. Someplace a mouse can't get at it. A deck box, anything. You know, they, they have many different ways that, that you can haul, not haul, store your feed. Um, the biggest thing about storing your feed is keeping away from the frickin' pigs. I can just about imagine the pigs ripping open, ripping open the bags or tipping over the containers and just going hog wild. That would suck. Keep it away from the cattle. Uh, you know, you don't want any kind of animals to really access it. Dogs, they don't give a shit. At least our dogs don't give a shit. They don't try to tip over a, a feed thing, especially when they got their frickin' whatever the hell we buy them, kibbles and bits in the house or whatever. But um, yeah, your chicken feed, getting a good storage, my suggestion to you is if you have, you know, 10 to 50 birds, 
what I would do is just get a garbage can, get it out in the chicken yard, and store it right next to the feeder. Or what some people do is they actually use the garbage can as a feeder and then cut holes in the bottom of the garbage can and then just keep filling it if they have an indoor environment where they can keep this where it's protected from the weather and then the chickens just eat to their heart's delight. You know, chickens won't overgorge when they eat. So you don't only have to feed them a certain amount in a day. Meat birds, however, you gotta keep an eye on that, especially those Cornish cross. Um, but you know, like a Freedom Ranger like we had, we just kept the feeders full all the time. Once in a while you'd come by and it would be empty when they grew up a little faster than you thought they would and they started eating a little more. But, um, you know, they were never really out for very long. There was just an hour or two here and there where they didn't get to eat. And that feeder that I make, you know, it's pretty easy to make. You just take a five-gallon pail and you drill holes around the bottom of it. Now, I used an inch and a quarter spade bit. There are better bits that you can use for that, okay? Um, I used a spade bit because what I had laying around when I did it. I got tools freaking laying everywhere and I just, that's just what I did. I've got three of these pails. I really only need one in the chicken yard, but right now I'm using two because I'm getting these little chickens used to the big chickens. And I got two feeders and the big chickens eat wherever the hell they want and the little chickens only eat in the one feeder. It's still working for me. Everything's working just fine. But you know, for your feed storage, gosh, Nothing beats a metal garbage can. Um, my wife's been using metal garbage cans for her feed inside the barns. She was thinking that, you know, they might get kind of rusty or whatever if she keeps those metal, uh, galvanized metal garbage cans outside. But you know what? If you went through a garbage can every five years, would you really be out anything? You know what I mean? As far as your, your uh, protecting your feed goes and being able to keep it outside right next to the feeder. Think about how much money you would save in effort carrying that from the barn or carrying that from the house or anything. You know, it's just one way to do it. It's something to think about, you know, just trying to make your life convenient because, you know, those of you that are homesteading, you probably have a full-time job. And even if you don't have a full-time job, you probably have a full-time mom job or dad job or you, you probably have a lot of shit going on. You're not able to just sit there set up camp, sit down in your freaking chair, drink beer, and watch your chickens all day. You're probably not able to do that. So uh, my guess is you need to save time. And that's one way to save time. Put the freaking feed storage right next to the feeder. <laughs> you know, if you're limited for space in the chicken house, keep it right outside the door. You know, I mean, you don't want to carry that shit across the, the earth, you know. I mean, if there was ever one purchase that I would make immediately if it took a shit on me, it would be a big garbage can for the feed. You know what I mean? But anyway, how are you guys doing today? I really I really appreciate you listening. And uh, yeah, yeah. Anybody wants to email me or argue any of the points that I had just made, I would love it. Um, simply because I like insight. You know what I mean? I like to learn. I like to feel it out, really let people uh, bring it to me. You know what I mean? And as far as that natural egg incubation goes, the girls have been really good about looking at the eggs with an X on them, not picking those. The hen is still brody. I'm still happy. 
and the weather is getting great outside right now. Uh, next weekend, not this coming weekend, but the weekend after, is going to be Memorial Day weekend. It's something we uh, celebrate in the United States of America. This is where we uh, have uh, memorial services and we keep in mind our fallen soldiers or those veterans who are no longer with us and we keep in mind what they have done for this awesome country of ours and uh, we certainly appreciate everything that they have done for us so God bless them also God bless you and uh, yeah anyway store your feed and uh, get yourself a 12-pack of that Mountain Dew if you can find it. It just came to our area. I know I'm not going to because I don't really drink pop. And I quit chewing Copenhagen. And, uh, well, I already have a wife and have a kid. I don't really need any of that shit. But, hey, you could really have some of that and really like it. So I'm, I'm just saying, just saying. Anyway, I suppose, time for me to go. I got shit to do. Anyway, have a good one.